Hola amigos and welcome to Willie's View Podcast. And I got my cool co-host, Nathan Banks. Welcome back, Nathan. Hey, well, thank you. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on again tonight for our podcast. It is quite an honor uh, doing this with you. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So, um, we've got so much to talk about. Oh my goodness. Uh, we've got some good news, some bad news, and uh, of course exclusive daytime spoilers so it's a mix of everything tonight yes it is looking forward to talking about it with you alright let's start with the good first of all congratulations to Johnny Depp for winning the defamation 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 trial against ex-wife Amber Heard uh, you got any extra thing you'd like to add to that Nathan um, all that I would say is that you know, it's over now. Johnny Depp won. And, um, you know, I think it's time that all of us can move forward from this and at least, you know, understand that no matter what, you know, if you are a victim of, you know, any kind of abuse or whatever, you know, you have a right to tell your story, you have a right to be heard, you have a right to have uh, your support, uh, you know, and hopefully for this uh, case, you know, both Amber and Johnny can move on, move forward, and, you know, focus on, you know, bigger and better things going on right now. Exactly. I agree. And as much as Johnny did get a certain amount, how, do you know how much he got? Uh, the, the jury awarded debt $10 million in, in, in uh, compensatory damages and $5 million in uh, punitive damages. Uh, however, um, the punitive damages reduced by um, to three hundred fifty thousand in accordance with the state's statutory cap. Awesome. that's that's good to hear. And again, remember, everybody. Even though Johnny did win, it wasn't ever about the money for him. It's just like anybody. We want to clear our names because that was he was being falsely accused of being abusive. Yes, he was. Um, you know, it was. Um, when I first heard about all about all of this, I just, I just, uh, my mind was just blown away, and I couldn't believe it. Uh, and I just, um, I think that Johnny Depp during this process was, you know, harshly, uh, just, you know, just harshly treated wrong by you know public opinion and stuff. And you know, um, overall, I just think that for now, I think in the end. Um, you know, he did clear his name. I think he got what he wanted. And I think that in the end, you know, uh, now both sides can heal from this. Amen. Yes, I agree. And this also shows you people, it's going to show that if you're going to falsely accuse someone, especially of being abusive, you'll be caught out and you'll lose. Yep. Um, I mean, there are just so many examples of those who've been falsely accused. I mean, the, the one I remember the most, I think, this was about like 17 years ago, but I think it was um, a former, uh, not a former player, but a college player who graduated. His name is Brian Banks, and he was falsely accused by um, someone. And, uh, you know, his life was never the same. He, he's recovered, he was doing well, but, you know, unfortunately, he can't complete his dream that, of, of playing in the NFL, unfortunately. And, um, you know, I think it's a lesson that we need to understand that. You know, if you force accuse someone, yeah, that's not going to help anything. You know, you're just going to make that person's life uh, more harder and difficult. And, 
that person would not recover, you know. And thank goodness, because Johnny winning, that shows all of you that there is hope for those of us that are falsely accused of anything like that. But not only that, I mean, women are all, obviously, they're, you know, accused of their men, their men or backwards, one way or the other, someone accuses the other of being abusive or who knows what. But this right here is another testament that I know we've talked about that the system is broken. We'll get into that later. But for right now, the system worked because I'm like you. I've been watching like little bits and pieces because, you know, the this trial is so long that I've watched the bits and pieces when he was on. But I'm going to be honest. I could not watch when she was on because it was like she was trying to act like she's in a movie and nobody cared. Yeah, I, I couldn't watch her, unfortunately, for the same reasons why I felt that this trial did turn into a circus at times, and I just, you know, you know, I, I didn't watch all of it, I just watched some parts of it, parts, uh, bits and pieces of it, and, um, you know, I just felt that at times it was, it was just like such a, like a circus, you know, and it was not being taken seriously at times, so, um, you know, overall, it's, and I'm just glad it's over, but... You know, hopefully moving forward, um, everyone can learn a lesson from this. Yes, as we get away from this topic, um, I hear, Nathan, that you've got a little backup for us for the Amber Heard fans. Um, exactly what did Amber get awarded for? Two million by the jury in concentrary damages for her counterclaim, but nothing in punitive damages. The jury found Deb liable after his attorney referred to Heard's claim as a hoax. I seriously, oh my God, I love this judge. Oh my gosh. I've never seen a judge that we had a trial. I mean, it was a little long, but I've never seen a verdict be so quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I thought, you know, the, the, the verdict was going to mm -hmm. take almost forever. But, you know, I'm glad the judge, you know, was able to, you know, Put everything in order from beginning to end. Yes, exactly. Well, congratulations, John, again from all of us, Willie's View Podcast. And um, I don't know, Nathan, are you a big fan of Johnny Depp? Yeah, I, I've uh, I've seen you know um, some of Johnny Depp's movies. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the ones I remember the most from is the uh, the Pirate movies. Um, yeah, yeah. Movies. Yeah, yeah, those are very good. I, I enjoy his role as uh, I think Jack Sparrow. If I'm correct. Yeah, and I remember him. He was in a, like this classic movie now, Benny and June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard something about that. Yeah, that's so many. He's like in so many movies. It's really good. Okay, um, let's see. Oh, um, so before we leave this topic, um, just on your opinion, did you ever feel that he was guilty, or did you support him in like? Like I did, I, I I supported him all the way because I'd never suspected at all that he was going to be guilty. But well, what is your thoughts on that? Yeah, I thought Johnny Depp was mostly innocent during mm -hmm. this whole process. I yeah. mean, when you hear his story and his experiences, you can tell. I mean, yeah, the man's not perfect, but you know, and he's been struggling here and there. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I think Amber could have at least, you know, tried to, you know, at least give him some help. And, you know, let him know that, you know, you're not alone. I can help you. I can support you. But, you know, it was just the whole relationship between the two of them was just toxic from what I've heard. 
Yeah, oh my gosh, my heart goes out to him because, you know, we've all had that bad relationship. We can't say we haven't because we've all had those bad relationships. But to be married, can you imagine the nightmare of it all? Yeah, that was just too much stress, too much drama. and uh, It's Hollywood, it and you, Hollywood, and you've got to, you know, all the, I hate to say it, but, you know, all the media and the, par, what do call it, par, par, parazzi, what do call them? Papar paparazzi. Yeah. They overglue they they over they overexpose every celebrity. You know that? That's really sad. Yeah, well I mean but it's not surprising though. I mean it's a paparazzi. I mean, you know, um some of these paparazzis are from I think some of them are from uh, outlets like T M Z or whatever that sensationalize and to me the paparazzi is just toxic. Unfortunately, and um, you know, I mean, it's it's going to continue. It's going to go on, but you know, as, as far as you know, um, as far as you know, uh, the paparazzi goes, that's not surprising um, overall. And so, for me, I just uh, hope that uh, moving forward, Johnny and Amber can both heal and move forward, regardless of what we think about them. There you go. That's the word of the day. I like that. All right, now. Unfortunately, we do have the bad news as well. Um, tell us, Nathan, what's going out over there in Tulsa, Oklahoma? Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, reportedly, there's been three victims shot in Tulsa, Oklahoma, as the investigation is underway as we speak right now. This took place today. Yeah, and my heart goes out to everybody. Oh, my God. I didn't think we were going to go about this, Nathan, but what do you, what is like your quick thoughts about this damn gun control? I mean, think about it. It's like all these people, these people turning, you know, the young people to the turn 18, and it's weird now. Instead of partying and having fun, getting drunk, they're getting weapons now? Yeah, that's just uh, crazy to me, but it's not surprising now because, mm -hmm. you know, this has been going on for a long time, and uh, unfortunately, you know, no matter what state you're in, I mean, it will, it will still happen regardless of what you do, <clears throat> um, you know, so. Um, so what do you, uh, what do you think, what do you think should be done or can be done to fix anything in the future or make things a little, at least a little better? To where we're not so crazy, crazy on these guns being given out. I mean, seriously, you got to imagine like me. Where are they getting the money from? Who's helping these people? And it's like, where's the money coming from? Where are the weapons coming from? You got to question all this. It's like, it's weird. No, you do. And uh, I think uh, it's much more deeper than uh, what we... I think what uh, people originally think, because regardless of um, what you do, mm -hmm. I think whether you are in, whether you're like a state assembly uh, or in Congress or whatever, you have to, I think, you know, maybe do a, a deep investigation and see where this is all coming from. Because, you know, um, and also I think that deep down, the people who are getting these guns and doing this horrible stuff has to be, dealt with and I think that um, you know maybe it's time we have a little bit more of a uh, you know a police presence into these communities and where the weapons are coming from and stuff 
Exactly, exactly. All right, now let's get out to the nitty gritty. Today on General Hospital, our awesome character of Michael Corinthos was temporarily played by Robert Adamson, who we all know from Young and the Restless, as Noah Newman. Tell me, Nathan, did you get a watch today? Yeah, I did, and I was uh, surprised to see um, the actor who played um, Noah Newman on um, General Hospital. He's temporarily replacing Chad Duell as, um, as um, you know, Michael Corinthos, and um, I thought he did good for the first day um, as Michael, and um, I, I'm kind of hoping that maybe he could he could possibly play Michael for the time being, because uh, <laughs> he, he's, he's doing great. Oh my God, this is why we're besties, man. I was like, can we keep him? <laughs> yeah, yeah let's let, let keep him. Over Chad Duell because I love. Oh my I god! Love I know, I yeah. know, dude. I love Chad. Don't get me wrong. He's cool. He's cool, Chad. But I'm not gonna lie. I love Robert Adamson. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. His um, uh, Robert's Michael is more mature and more adult. And even though yes. Chad Duell, his Michael is more kind of more adult. It's just that. As of lately, you know, it just feels like, you know, Chad Duell is just not feeling the whole character of Michael, unfortunately. Yes, yes, let's get real. I hate to say it, but Robert Adamson does not fold it in. He's in it to win it. Yes, he is. And, um, you know, I thought the scenes he had today were great uh, overall and um, in the whole trial and stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that uh, he gets to play Michael forever. And I hope that, if not, maybe a new character. But um, overall, I just, um, I'm, I'm, I was glad to see him on uh, my screen as Michael. And uh, if he can uh, play Michael for, the, uh, for good, I'm all fine with that as well. Because, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Chad Duell, But, you know, he's just, these days to me, he's kind of flowing in. But honestly... That's, you know, some people of the Castro Hospital kind of flowing in as well. Yeah, you can tell. And also, um, I guess I want to say that, um, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I can actually accept if Robert Adamson was to return and maybe play the role of Morgan Corinthos. Is that what they call him? Morgan, right? Morgan's yeah, the Morgan Cor Corinthos. Is he Corinthos? I, oh my God, dude. It, um... General Hospitals turn into all my children. I forget the names. It's not even General Hospital anymore. It's like anywhere you would say now. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm one Corinthos. One Corinthos. I mean, oh my god. I'm like, but in a good way. I'm giving it up to the writers, Frank, whoever. You guys got my attention. I'm not going to lie. Thank you for Robert Adamson again. But, oh my god, Nathan, what... Do we have to share with our listeners tonight on the exclusive daytime spoilers from General Hospital? Well, for General Hospital coming right up, Cameron gets Spencer's attention by demanding what went wrong with his plan against Esme. And also, Dante has a mystery past with newly Josh Kelly's character, the parachuter. I think that's what it says here. Yes, parachuter. Mm -hmm. he, he came out, if you watched it today, he, apparently he just did a little scene 
But Paratutor, yeah. Yeah, okay. Dante has a past with him, so get ready. I'm looking forward to it. Um, hopefully, this is not going to be a waste of our time, but as we all know, the new characters on General Hospital, whenever they're out in front, oh, you know, that's later so on, they can be pushed aside mm-hmm. for like two or three weeks, and we won't see him again until sweeps or whatever. It's just so annoying, but hopefully, he will not, uh, Josh Clay will not be wasted. I mean, at least he's, at least he's not playing uh, Jason Morgan. I don't know. I mean, I said it before. I can't see him playing a recast for Jason Morgan. But if we had to take him, I guess I accept it. I just, you know how I feel, dude. It's like I don't want Jason back. I'm enjoying that he's gone because we can actually breathe again, and shows not favoritism over Jason because it gets so ridiculous. Nah, I understand what you mean. I, and I, do, I do like the character of Jason Morgan, but mm-hmm. after what happened last year with the whole, you know, breaking up J-Sam, Britt, the whole Jolly Way and stuff, it was just way too much. I think that, um, you know, the character not being on the cameras as of right now, I think it's good for General Hospital. Um, but at the same time, I think with or without the character, there's, there's still issues on the show that they have to address. Still with the whole thing about having too many characters on the show and also yeah. taking out, um, um, you know, also, you know, just putting, uh, you know, new characters for, uh, face, uh, you know, in front of the screen a lot and, you know, instead of the veteran characters. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. And then you got, um, well, believe it or not, we're actually out of sweeps right now. Sweeps already ended. Yes, they did. And... But yet, General Hospital's got the fire going. Like, oh my god. I mean, and I know people are kind of about it, but it happened. About Chico Wow Wow. Nicholas and Esme got it on like Donkey Kong. Yeah, they did. And I, <laughs> I, I, I tried. I tried to get into those scenes, but I just couldn't see it anymore. But. I mean, it, it happened. It happened, and... Oh, my God. I can't believe Nicholas actually told her something like, I, I, I want you, or I I can't get enough of you, or something like that. Some weird, some weird nonsense. And she's over there saying, make love to me. I'm like, oh, my God. Are they teenagers, or what? What is with the dialogue? I, I, I love to ask Chris and Dan our headwriters. I mean, you know, for example, when it came to Liz and Finn, when they were, you know... At least, you know, after Franco's death and they were having feelings uh-huh. for each other, it felt like, you know, the dialogue between them was like teenagers falling in love or whatever. It's like... Yes, and know, then Chase and Brooklyn acting like teenagers too. Like, come on. They're adults. They, like, oh, I just, I don't get it. It's like General Hospital lost the writers and teenagers took over. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we need adult writers in the room that know how to write for drama. <laughs> yeah. you, you can know. tell, like, what's going on here. But, oh, I still support the GH. I'm not divorced from you yet, but, oh my god, I just... I won't lie, though, GH really is on fire right now with all this crazy... of Esme and Nicholas. You gotta admit, everybody, it's trending. So the writers must be doing something right. Yeah, they are. I mean, you know, uh, stuff is going on right now for General Hospital. And with the summer here, well, you know, that's about, to, that's about to come here for General Hospital. You know, mm-hmm. stuff will happen. 
I just kind of, you know, hope that it will be worth it in the end and won't be a waste of time because May Swoops at Joe Hospital was a complete snoozer. Um, and I watch clips of the show online, not on TV. You know, I just uh, think that overall the show for May Swoops was lackluster and disappointing, but it's not surprising me at all. I mean, this is, you know, Chris and Dan, I think we're talking about here. Okay, so me and you are writers, so put in your input here. What would you do if you had to recast Jason Morgan and um well Morgan? What would who would you who do you see as like a recast if we really had to bring him back and shake things up again in Port Charles? Well, to be honest, I really don't know. I mean, at first, I thought mm-hmm. maybe, maybe, maybe Billy Miller would, maybe Billy Miller. But at the same time, you know, um, you know, he. But not as Drew, right? You'd have him as Jason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his his uh, portrayal of Jason was okay at first, but I did feel that he, I think, you know, he, he did the best he could as Jason. But I think overall. You know, Steve Burnwell to me will always be Jason Morgan. Of course. So, yes, you know, I agree. Um, I agree. I like yeah. I like Billy. I love Billy Miller, but I'm not gonna lie. I loved him better when he was just Drew. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, yeah, I, I liked him better as Drew as well. I thought you know his uh, portrayal as Drew was great at first, but of course you can tell. I think uh, based on the material and the storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the character, Billy Miller, I think he got bored and he got tired of just playing the character and just left. Um, and I think that he's better off about being, about coming back to General Hospital. My heart goes out to Billy Miller. Seriously, you've got Young and the Restless that he must have eventually got burned out. And then you got General Hospital that definitely burned him out too quickly. Um, maybe he needs to stay away from daytime for just a bit. Because the writers just can't seem to write for him very well right now. Right, right. I think that, you know, unless you have a writer that write the character or whatever he's playing to perfection and that will at least create a lot of drama, then I think you should come back. But I think that right now, I, I don't think you should come back to daytime unless there's a change Yes. In, in the shows. I mean, have you seen him on those Apple TV shows? Have you seen him on... Um, truth be told, I saw some of that. I saw him on some of that, and I thought he did. Um, I thought I thought he did uh, very good so far. You see what I'm uh, saying? You can see the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He enjoy. I think he likes doing that more than you know being. Yeah, because it's the writing and it's prime time and it's freedom and he's not tied down to just like I hate to say, it, but you know the writing that's going on over there in daytime. Yeah, I mean, uh, him doing stuff like that outside daytime uh, creates some, it, it creates something bigger and better for him to yes. really sink his teeth into when it comes to the material. Yes, and then you got him. I don't know if you were checking Lifetime, but seriously, dude, you need to check out Lifetime movies that he's in. It's really, really good. Yeah, I don't doubt that at all. So. Um, before I share some more little spoilers, um, you got anything else you want to update us or anything on your mind you want to share with audience? Uh, there's, there's this other spoiler for General Hospital 
I think it says Austin and Maxi break up. Oh, I didn't know that happened. Seriously, dude, I'm so glad because um, I love Austin, I love Maxi, but I'm going to be real, they just don't mesh. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, again, for Roger Howard, I mean, he's playing another new character on the show, Austin. He's a quarter main, connected mm-hmm. to the quarter main family, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, we don't see that much of him, which is one of the big problems, and then pairing with him and Maxi just does not mix as well. I think that for Maxi... After the ordeal she went through with Peter, she should at least take her time and, you know, be a mom and be a parent and just focus on being there for her children. As far as Austin goes, I I would like to see him maybe with uh, Ava, if it's possible, at some point. Yes, yes. I love the chemistry with Maura West and Roger Howard. I love the chemistry between them. Yes, I like uh, the chemistry between them is great. Um, and I, I, I was kind of hoping that they would appear even with uh, Rogers Howard's version of Franco back then. And yes. And could do that now. Because, I mean, that now's the right time to do it, you know. If I'm correct, you got to help me here. When Franco was around... Franco. Okay, that's the same Franco that was James Franco, the original one, right? Yeah, he was the original Franco. Okay, yeah, okay, make sure I got this right. So the Franco now that we lost, if I'm correct, didn't he seem to have like a dalliance of a romance back in the day with Ava Jerome that we didn't get to see, but maybe there was like off screen? Yeah, I think I think I've heard some bits and pieces about that off screen some sometime. I'm not sure about the rest, but yeah, I think that's what happened. Um, I would have really loved it if it turned out that Kiki turned out to be their um, Franco's daughter. I loved the original Kiki. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, um, played by um, Kristen Alderson, if I'm correct. Yes, I love, love, love that version of Kiki. Like. Yeah. I, yeah. Her, her, her yes. version of Kiki. I mean, I thought it was. I thought she made, uh, you know, Michael a little bit more likable for me. Yes. And, um, you know, when uh, she left the role, you know, I was disappointed and was saddened. Um, yes. And, and then she's um, cute. She was so cute with Morgan, too. Yeah, she was. I mean, they, they had chemistry as well. And, you know, it's a shame that, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, the role was, she left off the role and then the other actress took over, and I thought that there was a chemistry between both, actually, her and Dylan. Uh, yes, I know, right? That was like, you can see the differences in recasts and regular characters, like, sometimes they don't click, and then the recast will come in, and it'll click, but it won't be with the leading man, it'll be with the brother or somebody else. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, uh, yeah I, I noticed that as well, and I, I just thought that, you know, Kiki and Dylan could have been a great pairing. I mean, if Kiki mm-hmm. was not killed off, but, you know, I think that, you know, the actors who played Kiki and uh, Dylan at that time, a great chemistry. Mm-hmm. And we, we should have seen much more of them. So let's switch over to Dazed. Did you watch it today? Yes, I did watch uh, Dazed today. And I have to say, um, a lot of things right now are um, picking up with the show. Now that we are heading to, uh, the summer of 2022. A lot of stuff when it comes to 
um, you know, Sean, Bell, Jan, EJ, mm-hmm. Nicole, Rafe, Eric, um, you know, Brady, uh, Sierra, Ben, and uh, so on and so forth. What can you tease a little of the three highlights for today on Days? Highlight for today on Days. Um, yes. Um, uh, Jan, and you're not going to believe this, she asked Sean if it was okay for her to watch um, to watch Ben Sierra's son, Baby Bo. And Sierra and Ben were not having any of it. And uh, they pretty much told Sean, well, actually, Sierra told Sean, no, that's not going to happen at all. Um, you know, and then we have um, EJ, uh, Nicole has dropped by the child with EJ telling him that him and um, that, uh, Rafe and Nicole are engaged, and uh, EJ was uh, disgusted. He didn't, he didn't like it at first at all. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Next up, we had uh, Brady and Eric talking to John Marlena at the cafe at the Bray Pub, and they were talking, and Brady, you know, asked him about Nicole, but, you know, Eric told him that he just wanted to remain friends with Nicole and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that, that was about it for Days of Our Lives, actually today, actually. Well, what about, um, dare I ask, but did you watch Bo today? Yes, I did watch Bowl today, and for those of you who have not seen it, this is a spoiler, so get ready, but Finn has awoken. He, he sort of wake up at the end of this episode as Steffi told Liam that she was leaving Los Angeles, and um, not only that, but, you know, uh, we also got, um, um, you know, things are heating up right now between... Uh, Queen, Carter, Paris, Eric, and Donna. As we all know, we all know that drama and stuff. And I think it's quite obvious that Quinn and Carter will be will, will be having their moment at some point. Because I think I heard or read somewhere that they are filming um, filming some big stuff coming up for the summer for uh, the Bill and Beautiful. Yes, I heard about the the um, what do you call it? Location shot. Yes, yes, that, yeah, mm-hmm. that as well. They're building up to, um, from what I've heard, it's supposed to be a Steffi and Finn reunion, but as we all know, he's going to have amnesia. Yes, he will. So, right, okay, so he's not going to remember Steffi at first. Right, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm just glad that they didn't do the whole Liam and Steffi um, tango, what do you call it? The tune that they call it like a like a like a verse of yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. tangle where they had sex. I just I I kind of adore Liam, but I don't like that they treat Liam on that show like he's a Nick Newman. Remember how Nick Newman kind of cheats on the women? Yes, I do. And, and that's what uh, Liam is. He's like a little like a player. He'll sleep with his wife, then he wants his ex-wife. Then, if you introduce a new girl, he's all heads over here over the new girl. And I bet you a week he'll be sleeping with the new girl. That's all they do. They treat him like he's just a, um, like a playboy. Yeah, I mean, that's been going on for quite a long time now, mm-hmm. unfortunately, for, um, 
um, you know, um, for the character of Liam. I mean, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's time that they just need to just write a character into a character that has more sense, mm. that at least, you know, be around for the children more, and also be at least a good faithful husband to uh, his wife, no matter who he's with. I mean, I, I loved uh, Stephanie Liam before, and after Hope came back and stuff, that was just way too much. So, I mean, for Stephanie, you know, before Finn was shot and North I died, you know, brought a sense of stability to Stephanie and mm. children. I love that. Is there any other uh, daytime that you have seen or that we didn't mention yet? Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Um, let's see here. Just let me check. I wasn't sure if you've seen yet the new latest on the Young and the Restless or not. I know I've... I watch Young and the Restless, but I'm going to be honest, guys. I don't watch it every day because... The writing is just not all there, and it kind of bores me. So I'm very choosy about watching it. Now, when I know my characters are on, I'll watch it, but I'm not going to watch it every day. What do you? What about you, Nathan? How do you feel about that? Do you do you feel similar to, to that feeling, or are you going to watch like Young and the Restless every single day? You know, I, I do. I do watch Wine Off from time to time. I do catch up when I get the chance. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think that right now Wine Off is a little bit good. I mean, Diane's back. Uh, right, you know, today on Wine Off, she basically baited Phyllis into revealing her true motives to Jack. Mm-hmm. And then we have Kyle, a um, a restraining order uh, against Ashlyn as well. And um, you know, uh, right now the show is. I mean, it's still doing pretty good here and there, a couple of things, even though there yes, are... Yes, yes. Yeah, even though there are some storylines that they have to, like, wrap up and, you know, maybe try to at least create some uh, create some big drama coming up. Because right now, as much as I love Robin Nunez Ashlyn, um, you know, I think, it, I think uh, it's time the character of Ashlyn get killed off. Well, that's the... That's... That's the ultimate goal that I'm hearing is supposedly there's like this murder is supposed to kick off for Young and the Restless. If you catch it, guys, I'm sitting in pattern here. Daytime is trying to do a whodunit murder almost on every single daytime soap now. Is that again? They're trying to do like a whodunit storyline, you know? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's I like you catch the pattern. Like, Days and Lives, they're going to do... A character dies, and there's so many suspects. Right, right, yeah. I've heard about that for Days of Lives, too. And I then, think that... Yeah, Young and the Restless, and what I'm heard is supposedly Ashlyn's supposed to die, and there's supposed to be, like, so many suspects also. And um, I'm hearing that Diane Jenkins could be accused as a... Um, as a suspect, that Victor's plan, if you've been watching, uh, Nathan, there's something, I don't know if it happened yet or not, but apparently Victor's going to team up with all people. He's teaming up with Phyllis and, oh my god, I think it was Summer. There's three, two people he's teaming up with to get rid of um, Diane. I know it's not Jack because Jack... 
It's going to be stupid. He's going to try to find his soft heart towards Diane. Um, uh, what's your thoughts on that, Nathan? Do you feel that Jack and Phyllis deserve to be reunited? Or do you just want them to, like Frozen, do you just want them to let it go? Honestly, I wouldn't mind uh, Jack and Phyllis being together. But mm -hmm. if they're going to do this time, they got to make sure it sticks for a while. And, you know, make sure, you know, that they give them, you know, a, you know storytelling from time to time. Yes. And uh, also, you know, show more romance between Jack and Phyllis. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, because right now I just think that even though that they are, they're about to hit a bum in the road thanks to Diane. I think that they, they will still be together uh, when when all is said and done. Um, because I think that for Phyllis, she needs someone. To, she needs. I think she needs stability in her life, yeah. and Jack is that person to give her that stability. I mean, her and Nick was just ah, they were just so played <laughs> out already. Oh my God! Seriously, that's one of her besties. Okay, so here's a little here's a little spoiler. Get ready to mark your calendar because June third. On YNR cannot be missed. If you're like me and you're enjoying Allie, you're gonna love this. Noah pushes himself to ask Allie, I guess out on a date it seems, or maybe to flirt, I guess. But the funny part is that Allie is gonna reject him in a very comical way. So don't miss that. That's June 3rd. Yeah, I can see the writers are trying to do some, like, little slapstick comedy. I can go with that. If Weiner wants to be a little cushy and, and how do you say it, can't be a little, that's good. Shake things up a little bit, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that as well. I, I don't mind uh, a little comic release mm -hmm. uh, here and there. Even though I do like uh, Noah and Allie together, I think that, you know, we should, we should see um, more build-up between two of them. Yes, exactly. Okay, so here's my question for you for tonight. Why do you think Victoria is so determined to be with Ashlyn? Do you really think she loves him? Or do you think she's just, like, do you think maybe, I hate to say it, but do you think she's just desperate that she needs a man? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the latter. I think she might be a little <laughs> bit desperate to have a man in her life because, and to be quite honest, I don't like the writing for Victoria. It's no, I don't. Because right now it's too wishy-washy yeah. for me, and I just think that Victoria does not need a man at all. She can be her own woman. She can be a mom. She can be a businesswoman and do her own thing. Mm -hmm. You know, um, after what happened with Ashlyn and and him, you know, revealing to her that he basically lied about can about having cancer and stuff. Victoria should just, you know, just kick him to the curb totally and just fully and just. Move on, whatever. And I, I hope that uh, in the future, Victoria, she gets better writing and gets um, a better love interest. Because, you know, I think with Ashton, from the beginning, there was love in a way, but I think it kind of turned to lust, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. And um, don't forget, listeners, this is going to be so good. That Adam and Sally... Are going to sabotage Chancellor Winter's launch party? Oh my god, this is going to be good. 
I'm looking forward to that. I, I want to see, you know, what Adam and Sally do because I think right now uh, the whole merger between Chancellor and, uh, you know, um, uh, you know uh, Hamilton and Winters, to me that should never have happened in, in, in the first place. Yes. Um, I, I, think it's a bad, I think it was a bad idea from beginning to end. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a little, I think I spoiled it for y'all last week or this week, but... Um, yeah, we all know that Devon's going to regret that merger in a heartbeat. And this is going to be fun. Victoria and Summer are going to have a furious face-off because of Ashlyn's band from Harrison. Ooh. Oh, my God. It sounds like YNR is ready to shake things up for us. It's going to be good. Um, Diane has a manipulative, a manipulative move that cannot be missed. That's going to be good. So that'll be some fun right there. Oh, and here's another one. Nobody, I don't know how you all feel about this. I'm kind of like, ugh, it's Nick. But apparently Nick Newman is going to consider going back to Newman Enterprises. And this will kick off the Nick versus Adam rivalry yet again. Uh, another redo of Adam versus Nick. And uh, Newman does not need Newman media, a Newman uh, Enterprises or Newman Media, in my opinion. He was just fine doing his own thing, being a businessman, and I think he had that one bar called the Underground until it got destroyed. Uh, but um, you know, I think does not need to be in uh, business again, in my opinion. I just rather no, decide. he don't. And I'm I'm okay with Adam and Nick being you know brotherly love, whatever. But if they're going to really fight together and make each other enemies and hate each other, make it make sense. Don't be doing Newman Enterprises all over again. Yeah, we don't, we don't need another redo. No. No, I got another one. I got another one before we switch over to the other soaps again. But get ready because Kyle is going to turn out to be Chelsea's new obsession. How do you feel about that, Nathan? Because remember, they teased, remember that little part scene where we saw where Kyle and Chelsea were kind of like chummy together a little bit? Yes, I remember, and I, I'm not sure I saw about that. Um, I'm Dude, I'm ready, I'm ready to get a barf bag. I love Kyle. I don't care about Chelsea, I'm going to be honest. I don't care about her. But I love Kyle to death. But seriously, why are they doing this? Why are they, I mean, I get, okay, they're not going to, keep Summer and Kyle happy. I knew about that. But to put her in put put Kyle into Chelsea's orbit, dude, they're just messing it up again. Yes, they're messing it up again and um I don't understand it myself. I just think that I mean for Chelsea, I mean I do have the character, but I just think that overall, you know, uh um, yeah. character is just not needed on uh, why not on the end of Russell's at this at this moment, you know? No. Because um, you know, I think that you know, uh, the character does the character does need a little bit of a break, and I'm, I may not be a big fan of uh, Summer and Kyle, but you know, overall, I mean, they're okay, but they they don't deserve to be broken up right now. Oh my God! Get ready because over there in Days of Our Lives. Uh, June 6th, mark your calendar of the week of June 6th because Chad makes a horrifying discovery and Sarah is going to go after Gwen. This is going to be good. 
Yes, I, yes, it will be good. And I kind of, I think I know what's going to happen, unfortunately. Because um, our one is going to be probably, and she's already there, but I, mean, she's, I think she's going to be more despised and hated um, in Salem because of what, because of what happens, you know. Yes, so this leads me to my next little teaser for y'all. Spoiler again. Xander is hinted to possibly take the fall for the murder of Abigail to protect Sarah. That he believes Sarah may have killed Abigail. What is your thoughts on that, Nathan? Um, well, you know, I don't blame Xander, um, but I think uh, we will all know uh, who was truly uh, responsible for what happened to uh, Abigail. Uh, Sarah, you know, I think um, does love her cousin. I think that she would probably want to go after Gwen. But for Xander to do that is not surprising to me because uh, he loves Sarah and wants to see the back and wants to wants her to live the rest of her life. Yeah. All right. And then for you, Johnny and Allie fans and Chanel, you'll love this. That Johnny and Allie will make an ultimatum for Chanel. That she must pick only one twin. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, this is going to be crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know how that's going to work out. Because um, <laughs> both Johnny and uh, Chanel and Chanel and Allie both have uh, big you know, fan bases. And uh, mm-hmm. you, know, yeah. I, you know, I think that overall, you know, for, uh, for Chanel, she's going she's gonna to have a hard time picking who she wants to be with. Oh my god, dude! It's gonna be that seriously. I'm telling you, it's 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 off the wall right now. And you know, this is so crazy. You think about it, Nathan. The soaps are actually heating up right now, and it's funny. They're doing it after after sweeps is over. Yeah, that's the crazy part. I mean, I'm you know maybe there are probably some you know behind the scenes conflicts and stuff, and maybe they want to do this kind of stuff, but they you know had to you know pause it here or there. But um. Overall, I'm. Uh, overall, it does seem to be uh, exciting for most of the soaps, except mm-hmm. for one. But um, you know, uh, you know, if they can be able to bring attention by having storylines, and I say bring it on. Let's see what the soaps have to, have to offer. Oh my God! Get ready, because here's the spoilers I've been ready to tease with you. On General Hospital, get ready for the week of June sixth, because Ryan will have a run-in that rattles Felicia. Yes, I kind of wonder, because um, uh, we all know the history between both Ryan and Felicia, you know, and I do hope that um, Esme, because it's speculation, but mm-hmm. I hope that Esme is not Felicia's daughter, because that would not make any sense to me whatsoever, um, unless uh, Felicia kept secrets about, you know, um, Whatever happened, between, whatever happened between her and Ryan and whatever. Um, but I think, I think we should just leave that out when it comes to Felicia, though. I do expect uh, their history to be brought up again between both Ryan and Felicia. So, um, the craziness that this all is, I could actually see it from the writer's aspect because it is Ryan and Felicia and that kind of brings in the history the nostalgia history, but I don't know. I really can't, I'm kind of confused now because first I didn't want her to be Felicia's daughter, but 
cool. What if she was Felicia's daughter, dude? What if what it turned out that maybe Felicia gave up a child because of Ryan and stuff, and now she finds her and turns out to be Esme, and that will give Maxie another sister. I don't know how. Don't. What do you think? Do you think they're trying to do this to replace the daughter that was killed? Um, I, that's possible that they could be replacing. They're replacing um, uh, this, the daughter that was killing Georgie because you know. Um, I think that. I mean, who knows how they're gonna work it out and explain it? Because as we all know these days, uh, you know, the explanations of Joe Hospital comes to. Reveals itself can be kind of walky and kind of falls flat here and there, but um, I do hope that if it's going to happen, if it's going to be that way, yeah. that they at least make it some somehow you know uh, sensible. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, and for the Liz fans that are worried that she's being put back burner, oh no, this storyline involving her trauma that goes far beyond Franco. It's going to be intense. There's something more behind her losing her mind. Yes, I'm looking forward to see what that story. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, it will be uh, a good one for Elizabeth and the actress who plays Elizabeth, uh, Rebecca Hurst, because I think in August is her 25th anniversary. And, um, you know, the story to me, it, it's, it's okay, but it's been kind of falling flat. So, hopefully. Uh, it does pick up back again very soon. We're going to see uh, what happens, what's going to go on with Liz because um, I think we all can uh, confirm that it is an alter ego of Liz that we don't know about. And this alter ego of Liz has done things that no one, uh, even I think even for Liz, doesn't even know uh, uh, unless you know she has a breakthrough. Yes, exactly. Exactly. All right, so before we head over to some beautiful spoilers, I'm just curious on your end, Nathan. Um, I know you watch a lot of TV shows like I do or when you're able to. Um, What three shows would you say is number one on your watch list? And what three shows have you taken off your watch list? Um, What do you mean by that? Like, what three shows would you say that you watch? And what three shows would you say you don't watch anymore? Um, three shows that I, I watch to this day um, was actually in like a franchise series. Mm-hmm. The first one is um, Chicago, I think the Chicago series, only Chicago Fire, Chicago uh, PD. Okay. Uh, the, the other one would be um, NCIS. Uh, Hawaii in Los Angeles. Oh yeah, yeah, and, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then the other one will have to probably be, um, I think, maybe Grey's Anatomy. I think. Yes. Oh my God! Did you watch the season finale? Yes, I did. I was shocked. I couldn't believe it myself. Okay, let's. Before we go on to this other one, we got to talk some Grey's here. What was your thoughts on it? And don't hold back. Like, what did you feel about the whole entire story of the season finale, the two parts? And what did you feel about the way it ended? Are you cool with it? Did you shock, jaw drop, or what's your reaction? 
um, for me, I, when I first saw, um, you know, the season finales, um, season finale for uh, Grey's Anatomy season 18, I thought, I, I, I was shocked. I couldn't believe myself. And I am looking forward to see how um, it all uh, happens in uh, next season, in, in the 19th season for Grey's Anatomy, because um, there are just a lot of things to, for us to look forward to. Okay, yeah, that's really good. And what, um, again, what other shows would you say that, like, the top three off your head, uh, what three shows would you say that you don't watch anymore? Uh, the, one I, the one I don't watch anymore would probably, the first one would be NCIS, the main show, because uh, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, most of the characters are gone, it, it, the original core characters are gone, except for, I think, um, uh, Timothy, um, a couple others. Uh, yeah. The next one, next one I'm not watching. I think will have, probably have to be um, the one I stopped watching. Will have probably be the the Flash and the CW because I think that show just ran its course uh, a couple seasons ago. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, um, sticking back to uh, uh, I think C, um, CW. It'll probably have to be uh, Legacies. Oh, yeah, I love Legacies, but it was too much. It was too confusing. I stopped watching it. I couldn't walk, I couldn't keep up with it anymore. Yeah, yeah, same here. I mean, nothing against uh, Legacies, but I just thought that, uh, you know, uh, once Vampire Diaries and the originals went off the air, mm-hmm. that's when it should have at least moved forward and not and not bring Legacies back. It's something against like, the actors, actresses, and the characters. Yeah, but, you know, you can just tell that you know it was just time to move on. It's yeah, it it's just too much. All right, well, I've been so excited to tell you share, share this with you, Nathan. There was a new show that came out last night, and um, maybe you saw it because if you're like me, I love Nancy Drew. They did a Nancy Drew spinoff last night, and his name is called Tom Swift. Oh uh, yeah, I, I have not seen that. I haven't seen that. I've heard of it though. I, I, I okay. Seen it it's on my watch list. Apparently, he debuted last night. I did not watch it yet, but I think that should be our next thing, Nathan. I think we need to check it out, and then next time we'll do our review on it. Sure, we can do that. I'll make sure to watch the. Um, make sure to watch when I get a chance. Yeah, just save it on your DVR. It, it looks good. Um, I'm hoping they don't do. I love CW. But I don't want to see the whole teenage angst copycat drama. Yeah, I mean that that's played out. That's already been played out too many times. And, yeah, it um, it don't it don't need to happen every time. I I don't want to see that. I think Tom right. Swift's supposed to be in college or something. So I'm hoping he's out of the high school angst drama. Um, let's see what's the other one that I like. Oh yeah. There's another one. There's a new series that's on Peacock. And if you all remember, she was Fiona from Chainless. And she's on a new series called Angeline. I, no, I haven't seen that uh, series. Though I have heard of it. Okay. That's another one. That's two. So you've got to check that out. That's another good one. The third one, I'm excited. It's added on my list. I don't know if you watch Netflix, Nathan, but... Uh, what's that one called? Um, I just had it in my head. 
The one where those passengers are missing on the airplane. What's that called again? That show? Oh, oh you mean Manifest. Manifest. Thank you. Manifest is coming back to Netflix for its final season that I hear. Oh, that's great news. That's great news. Yeah, I don't know if... I mean, they could pick it up more if they wanted to. But as far as I know, it's supposed to be a final season because Netflix picked it up officially. And that's coming up this summer. So get ready because it's going to be fun. They could break it up to two pieces like they did with Stranger Things Season 4, which is also on my list. But um, Season 4 is looking good uh, of Stranger Things. Then I'm hearing that it ends on Season 5. So that'll be interesting. So... I think Manifest is kind of up in the air, but as far as I know, it's supposed to be its final season. So, do you feel excited about that man- Manifest, uh, Nathan? Yes, I am excited about that. Um, yeah. I, I saw uh, Manifest when it first started on NBC, mm-hmm. and I did get, I was bummed when it did get canceled, but I'm glad that Netflix is, you know, bringing it back for um, those seasons. Mm-hmm. I, hope get, I, I hope that um, it wraps up on a good note. Well, I do know there's two characters that didn't make it to return. I don't know. I don't know exactly their names. That's why I can't say yet. But I do know, like I'm hinting, that I do know that two characters were changed from the season. So when we know returns, you're gonna tell. You're gonna definitely see a difference because it's gonna be the same type feel, but a little bit different. But it's also gonna be some characters that'll be missing or gone. So. Pay attention, because you're going to have to catch the first part of it, and then from there, it starts like a roller coaster ride all over again. Uh, I, I, yeah, I have no doubt. I'm, I'm yeah. sure it'll be a great show when it comes like, on Netflix. I hope that, um, I hope that uh, it'll be good overall. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm so excited. Seriously. All right, so here we go. For Bold and the Beautiful, on the week of June 6th, mark your calendars. You're going to love this. Sheila cries over Lee's attack. And Hope and Deacon are betrayed. So that'll be interesting. And also remember, Nathan, we teased this, that Bill's shocking summer storyline will kick off because apparently his orbit is going around. Uh, It's going to be close to Taylor. Yes, I did hear about that. And um, that should be very interesting. I just never thought... um we would get uh, that between uh, Deacon and Taylor. Um, I do hope that uh, the story in both of that will be good. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, for um, Deacon and Taylor, I thought at first it didn't make sense, but then again it does because Deacon did help save Steffi's life in a way when uh, he found her in that, um, found her uh, um, back there after Sheila shot her. Yeah, and, and isn't it crazy if they do this? Because if I'm correct, didn't Taylor shoot Bill like years ago? Yeah, yeah, she did. And the funny thing about that is, you know, once that was revealed, uh, they did drop it. Mm-hmm. But there were rumors that they were going to pick it up back again. So maybe they will at some, some point to clear, to clear um, Taylor's name because I think that you know, um, they could have done much better with the reveal. So I do hope that they do bring that up in Clotaire's name and have the real uh, person who shot Bill, you know, come forward or whatever and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right, man. We had so much fun today. And thank you, everybody that tunes in and listens to us. We really appreciate it. All right. Today's podcast is brought to you by Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It's not a reboot. It's a comeback. Only on Disney+. Plus. Alright. Well, I don't know about you, but for me, I'm living in a daydream. Nathan? 
me, you know, um, uh, you know, um, I just want to give a shout out to 